Hey, it's all about quality, not about quantity. Right? Let's get back to another round of Bruise Day Tuesday with Drez and Big Nate. Ah, that's right. A rare three-parter. A Bruise Day Tuesday right here on 105.3 The Bear. It is yours truly, Drez and Big Nate. Aloha. Doing... Doing the Bruise Day thing, brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store, downtown Blacksburg. We are drinking beers that I brought back from my Euro trip. Recently took it to uh, Berlin and then Prague. These ones have to do with the race in some sort of fashion. I just popped Kruselvis <sighs> Original 1581. This is their 10. They have a couple different versions, but this is the 10. 4.2% ABV. We are actually doing it in reverse. Usually we go smaller beers to bigger beers. We started with the 14 10 percenter. Then we went to the 5 and 4.4 percenter. This one's 4.2. And then you just popped. The uh, Burrell Limito, Limitovana Adiche, which I'm pretty sure translates to a limited edition. It's a mango and citron Radler. Yes, that is right. This is, in fact, up. Oh. <laughs> Could have switched to the other side. It's an English limited edition Rattler and uh, doesn't have an ABV listed that I can find. Everything's written in. Should be on there somewhere. Or maybe I just learned. I don't see it, but I mean, hmm. they're over here calling calories, energy, and sugar saccharide. Well, maybe it doesn't have it on there because it's an NA Rattler. Ah. So, and again, these have to do with the race. So they actually, we went to, ah. you found it? So, yeah, it, 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 it's written in a foreign language. <laughs> Neil Koholik, which I'm go. assuming means non-alcoholic. non-alcoholic. That's correct. They were giving those out at the packet pickup for the race. Free Rattler, NA Rattlers, they were just handing them out, which makes sense because, okay, so we're going down there. We're doing this marathon, right? And we did the ghost tour two days before the marathon, and we met another couple that were – the guy was going to run it. She hadn't. And they actually asked, like, oh, have you been – have you not been drinking as well? And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> Apparently, the dude hasn't drank for a week because he wants to be in tip-top shape for this run. I'm like – I'm doing the opposite. I'm on vacation for the week leading up to this run. Then we meet up with Will and Michelle, who's, they're doing the half marathon with us. Come to find out, Will hasn't been drinking for like the last week leading up to it. Apparently, I guess if you want to like run good, you're not supposed to drink leading up to a run. So I guess that's why they give out NA beers. You know, you get the carbs and all that crap, but not the alcohol. I don't know. I was training on pizza and beer, so I was not going to change that combo yeah, the, the day before the big run. A, if it works, don't. If it ain't, don't, if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. But B, it, you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm sorry. You're not, like, going for a Olympic record. Exactly. Like, so a couple things about being on vacation. This I didn't quite factor in or think about. But we did a lot of walking. When you're on vacation, you're sightseeing. We did walking tours. And I did the math. I averaged 
while I was gone in Europe, 23,000 steps a day. And so you do that. It's pretty decent. And then on the last day of vacation, you run a marathon. As you might imagine, we were pretty damn tired by that last day. And when we went to pick up the packets and they had those rattlers there, we actually ran that way because it was a bit of a distance. We wanted to get one last run in. This was on the sat- uh, Friday before the race. And so we're like, okay, well, let's just kind of do a nice log, easy. I think it ended up being maybe four miles. It was going to be three, but whatever. So we do this run through this gorgeous park and we go to the expo and get those rattlers and a bunch of other, you know, some free stuff, the shirts and, and all that jazz. Here's my shirt. Here's my pride running nice shirt. shirt. It's pretty sweet, isn't it? Adidas, you know. Um, and then I noticed later that day on the walking tour, my knees were kind of bothering me when I was just standing, standing straight. My knees started to really feel sore. And then we did a walking tour the next day and it was this even worse, same thing. And I think what it was when we ran to the, to the packet pickup, we went down a really steep hill and I wonder if that messed it up, messed my legs up a little bit. I don't know, but that's, it wasn't until the day before when I was having this knee issue that I was starting to get worried about the run the next day. BB was all like stressed and worried about it. I'm like, we've just been, you're just going to run. It's going to be awesome. You know, we've been doing it. We've been training for it. It'll be fine. I was actually being like, man, I don't know how this is going to work. And then I realized right before I was like, it only really bothers me when I'm standing. So if I'm moving, (laughs) I'll probably probably be fine. I can't stop. I already knew I couldn't stop. That's uh, in the part of training, stopping or slowing down messes me up. I just got to keep going. So the day before, like I said, we were meet up with a couple that are going to go down there and do the half. And interesting enough about the half, it's a relay half. So they don't, I've never seen it done this way. Usually if you're doing the half, you just do half the course and then everybody else keeps going. So So she was starting the race with us. And then at the halfway point, they meet up and like hold hands crossing like the midway point, And then he continues on and finishes it. So it was like a relay half, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like best time. Because you still have the same crowd that you had at the start at the end, theoretically. Well, to some extent. Theoretically. Yeah. To some extent, I guess, perhaps. But so thankfully, she had found a place that was that offered an all-you-can-eat pasta and pizza selection. And this is this this was phenomenal. Imagine CC's, but miss CC's. 10 times the caliber and basically like it's it's side table thing. So they just come around with a different pasta dish and ask if you're interested and then they'll just give you like one scoop. And if you want more, you can get more. But you just get like a scoop of taste. There was like 16 different pastas, 12 different pizzas. So they'll come around with a little pizza. Oh, this is a blah, 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 blah. And you're like, you want a slice? You say yes. And they throw you a slice, throw you a little slice. So that plus some beer, perfect fuel for the day before the race. That was fantastic. Race day. The weather. Overcast and like low 50s. Perfect. Perfect running weather. Couldn't ask for better weather. We get up, we get ready, we go over there, getting in the zone, get my stretches. What time is this? Nine o'clock is the start of the race. Okay. 
And we were very close. We're like a 10 minute walk to the start of the race from the hotel. We meet up with them. We walk over. We uh, do a little stretching, get to the corral. I mean, this is 11,000 people running this race, 11,000 plus. So tons of people, bit chaotic. We get going. One of the things that we quickly realized was a, just not a mistake because you can't do anything about it, but didn't factor it in or think about it. As I mentioned, Prague is a very old city. Everything's like from the 1400s. I, we did not consider the fact that we were going to be doing a lot of running on cobblestone roads, yeah. uneven cobblestone roads. So that we didn't take into consideration and was a bit of a wild card. But whenever we get to like the tram bit and there was like paved in between it, I was going there, hopping up on the sidewalk when we could or whatever. But I'd say at least 20% of the race was on cobblestone, which kind of sucked. But we did great, man. Like we're, we stuck together, nine and a half minute pace, just trucking right along, doing good. We did have to, we both stopped for about 45 seconds to pee once we found two bathrooms that were not being used. So that was brilliant. We were like, bam, bam, in and out. But I couldn't keep up with BB and I knew I was holding her back. And so finally she was like, I think after this water stop, I might, you know, I might pull ahead from you. I was like, please do. Because I was really, frankly, like we weren't training to be doing nine and a half yeah. minute miles. We were doing more like 940, 945. And at this point, it was almost to mile 19 when she pulled away. So she pulls away and goes even faster. <laughs> you know how I was saying how there was the double, there, there was the yeah. relay thing. So because if you're doing the relay to not deflate other people in the second half of the leg, you're supposed to put like a to run on your back so people know that you're a relay runner because the last thing you want when you're on mile 22 and like dying is to see somebody just fly by you, you, you know? But I was holding her back because I think she was trying to hang with me. She was helping me pick up my pace because I was trying to hang with her. So as soon as she left, my pace just dropped off the walls. I was doing like probably 11 and a half minute miles or something. But then apparently she picked it up and was doing like 915s, <laughs> passing people so much so that actually some guy yelled at her, you a relay runner? To which then she just turns around and was just like, nope. <laughs> and then it was just like, all right, in your face, dude, try and call me out. But so she gunned it. Her goal was to break her uncle's t- marathon time of like four hours and 18 minutes or something like that. So she wanted like a 417, 415. 415 pace was what she was like trying to time it out yeah. into. She did it in 409. Crushed it. That's impressive. Crushed it. Me, not so much. <laughs> After she left me, dude, the pace just depleted entirely. And at first I was like, okay, well, my watch says I got like a four. I had like a 930 pace when I was still with her. And it was just slowly yeah. getting getting worse and worse. I was like, if I can finish with a 10 minute pace, that'd be cool. Oh, that's not going to happen. I was like, all right, well, if I finish with a 420, four hours 20, that's cool, 420. No, that's not going to happen. All right, I'm just going to run the whole thing. I won't stop. That, I knew that from the get-go. I didn't want to stop. So I did accomplish that. I ran the entire time. I only like kind of walked or whatever. The last few water stations, I, I hit them all because I wanted like water yeah. or Gatorade or like a suck on an orange or whatever. So I did walk to do that, but I did run the entire thing. 
And I did end up finishing four hours, 27 minutes. Bam. Got me my medal. It's done. It's in the books. It happened. I, I did a marathon. You, you did something I could never do. I walked a half marathon once, and that was too much. You walked the whole thing? Hell yeah. How long did that take? Way long. Yeah. It was like four hours. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's... that's they have I, limits on certain I, I, things. But. I, I'm, I'm the person who, I mean, we were finishing with the people who ran the full marathon. It was down here at Bissett Park. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, we, we definitely finished with the people who were like running the whole, and then everyone's cheering and of course, like excited. It's like, Thinking yeah, that you did. we just did a half. We just did the half. Yeah, that's But fun. thanks. Yeah. So I know we're, this is the longest Bruce Day Tuesday ever, but I got to get to this because this was the icing on the cake. I run the marathon. And BB is so damn awesome. Guess what she has planned for me for after the marathon? What? Well, we went to the beer museum, but that was my plan. That was something I want to do. You run a marathon, you're exhausted. By the way, I did. Ca- I, I, by the end of the day, I had 57,000 steps that day, which is a record. I hope to never beat that. <laughs> That's insane. Apparently, remember I mentioned how beer is pretty bo- pretty big in Czech. She booked us a beer spa. So okay. no no joke. I got to sit in like one of those old school like wood tub things of beer. And it's like a jacuzzi with beer with taps to my left and taps to my right. And I was Wearing my metal and my beer with my beer mug. Oh, man. It was awesome. Went to a beer spa. And they gave us beer bread, fresh made beer bread right when we entered. You do this. You sit in this vat of beer. It's apparently really good for your skin and hair and stuff. Whatever. They make soap out of it. Uh, They had a sauna right there for you. You also had these beer sauna. Huge buckets of cold water, I guess. And you dump the cold water on you. That's Supposed to be good, I guess. And then, still not too sure why, until I guess maybe afterwards, and it's just because it was awesome. A bed of hay, and you can lay on the bed of hay <laughs> after you like relax, just to relax and, and finish it up. I think that's where I draw the line. Oh, dude, the hay I'm bed. Tell the beer spa, but uh, it was phenomenal. As someone was, who's like allergic to everything, that's not going to fly. I will say this I was really nervous because we do this marathon. I didn't even get to it. Our hotel, not the most comfortable beds. And we're right there in the thick of it. So very they loud. They were also made out of hay. I wish it was made out of, it was 10 times more comfortable than our beds. I kid you not. It was the last night. So after the marathon and, oh yeah, unlimited drinking, of course, at the spa. And the, we went to the beer museum. I, I drank a lot of beer that day. So I drank all this beer. Had ran a marathon, laid on this crappy bed for about four hours, and then had to wake up and travel for 19 hours to get back here. But you made it back. I'm feeling pretty damn good. And I think it's because of the beer spa and probably because this. You, I mean, at, at this point, you're glowing. This Krusov beer is what I'm drinking was, well, there was a couple beers, but this was the one I was drinking at the beer spa. So that's why mm-hmm. I wanted to get this to bring it back. So. Let's go ahead and untap it. This one, I'm not going to give it a five, although 
to me, in my world, it brings what it's associated with is great. But this is just a solid beer, a nice little check, a nice little check lager. It's an original. It's simple. It's easy. I'm gonna give it a. I'll give it a four and a half. I I'm gonna do something here that's probably never been done in the history of Brews Day Tuesday. You're gonna give NA beer a five. I am. Nah. Those- First of all, I'm a sucker for mango, and I, I do love Rattlers. The fact that there's an NA Rattler out there, because I mean, there Rattlers are all there are eight. three. They had three different flavors. Yeah, that was my favorite of the three. Wild, and this is absolutely delicious. Uh, so it 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 gets a five, while being a zero in ABV. Not too shabby, and you get some sweeties from abroad because I know yeah. you like it. Uh, we had some extra euros or something, and we went shopping. I was like, oh, well, we can get some. Some sour candies Apple for Nate. ring. Whatever those are. Hope you like them. Uh, all right. We are running super long. So that's a wrap on Brews Day Tuesday. That's a wrap for me. I am Dunskis. I will be back tomorrow. More Burt Kreischer tickets at 420. Uh, JT, doing the tunes thing. Coming up next right here on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around.